Hello and welcome to Ararat Baptist Church's midweek service. Even though we can't meet together at the moment, we can still join together in worship, prayer and around God's Word. So we do hope you'll enjoy this short time of worship as we bring our praises to the King of Heaven. This week's service is led by the Reverend Naomi Dickerson. Hello and welcome to this week's midweek service. It's that time of year when the clocks have just gone back and so the nights are drawing in and the days are getting shorter. At the end of the week it's Halloween and All Souls Day and we're in a Wales-wide lockdown. It can feel like quite a dark time for many reasons. So today we're going to be thinking about finding hope in the darkness. Let's pray as we begin. All-knowing God, we gather together with praise and thanksgiving for who you are and for all that you have done for us. No matter where we go or what we do, your love surrounds us, ahead and behind, to our left and to our right, gently leading, guiding and lighting the way. We praise you for your faithful presence in our lives. There is no darkness that can keep us from you. You were there at our beginning and you will be with us through to the end. May we never lose sight of your constant care. Draw close to us now, uniting us through your spirit, that although apart we may worship you together and find the hope you offer through your living word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first hymn is one of praise as we focus our thoughts on our everlasting King, our unchanging God of grace, the Eternal One. Praise my soul, the King of heaven.
Today's reading is from Psalm 139, verses 1 to 12. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, Even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day, for darkness is as light to you. It's such a great psalm, isn't it, as it reminds us of God's omnipresence, his ability to be everywhere at once. And yet, despite his amazing abilities, we read David's description of a God who, far from being distant or remote, is attentive and aware of where each of us is, which gives the psalm a very personal feel. There is so much that could be said about these few verses, but today I want to focus particularly on the last two verses we read. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for the darkness is as light to you. Now if I were to ask you to write the opening line to a scary story, you couldn't go far wrong by starting with a phrase like, it was a dark and stormy night, or maybe darkness was looming on the horizon. Because there is something about darkness that immediately unsettles us and sets quite an eerie tone. I'm not a huge fan of horror movies, but on the odd occasion I've seen one, the scariest part always seems to happen at night. There is an evident link between darkness and fear. The most chilling moments are always when a character is walking through a darkened house, not knowing who is around the next corner, not able to see the danger hidden in the darkness. And just to make matters worse, the character always seems to have the most pathetic torch which runs out of battery just as they hear a strange noise. We learn from an early age to be fearful of darkness. That's why night lights are so popular in little children's bedrooms. A little 4-watt bulb is able to give off just enough light to dispel the darkness and chase away fear, bringing a great measure of comfort to a little one who is afraid of the dark. And even as we grow up, I think there remains an inborn fear of the dark. If you hear a strange noise in your house in the middle of the afternoon, you might think, well that's a little odd, but not give it a second thought. But when you hear a strange sound in your totally darkened house at three o'clock in the morning, there is going to be considerably more fear. So why does darkness cause such difficulty for us? Well, because darkness is uncomfortable. It's confusing and disorientating. It can conceal and hide things, it can restrict our sight and it can produce an element of uncertainty because of the unknown. 
But if we can persevere through the dark times in our lives, if we can find the strength to keep going, then there is a depth of experience one can encounter that might otherwise pass us by. You may be familiar with Richard Hutton's account of the Dark Mile. When visiting Scotland with a travelling companion, Hutton sought out the most beautiful lock to visit. Inquiring of the owner of the accommodation they were staying in, they were told Loch Lochie was the one they had to see. And having been given a map with a long and meandering path traced out on it, they asked if there wasn't a shorter route in which to get there. To which the response came there was, but no one went that way by choice, as the path ran through a deep gorge and was commonly called the Dark Mile. It was dark, gloomy and frightening, with overhanging rock ledges that dripped water, making it very slippery and foreboding. But this just intrigued Hutton all the more, and with his companion willing, they decided to descend into the deep gorge. They'd not travel far when they noticed stars above them, even though it was the middle of the day. They picked their way carefully along the treacherous path, until suddenly they came to the mouth of the gorge, and the mountains that gave backdrop to Lake Lochie totally took their breath away. In his journal, Hutton later reflected on his companion's words to him. I don't believe that we ever would have fully appreciated the true beauty of Lake Lochie if we hadn't first travelled the Dark Mile. One has to wonder if Hutton would have walked the Dark Mile without his companion, and given the choice most of us would still probably prefer to avoid the darkness altogether. But this is where we can draw hope from David's words in this psalm. For we have a faithful companion who goes with us wherever we go, even when our path takes us to dark places. And there are echoes here of another of David's psalms. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are with me. And even better than Hutton's companion, our companion is unaffected by the dark. He can still see us and our circumstances as clearly as if it were day. As a child, you may remember being told to eat carrots to help you see in the dark. But God has perfect night vision without any aid. And he will help us to find our way through. Even the darkness will not be dark to him. David's meditation on the unceasing, inescapable presence and knowledge of the Lord in the midst of darkness serves as a profound comfort, reassuring us that there is no situation or circumstance dark enough to hide us from the Lord's unfailing care. And we can be confident of this because our hope is grounded in the cross of our Saviour Jesus Christ. He faced the darkness of sin and death but emerged from the darkness, the true light, who gives light to everyone. And light is the opposite to darkness. It reveals, finds, enables us to see, gives clear vision, makes things known. Because of Jesus, darkness is never the end of the story. So although our stories may have times of darkness in them, Jesus' presence with us means the darkness can never be all-consuming, because he has the ultimate victory. And just like a little nightlight can dispel a child's fear of the dark, we can trust him to always give us enough light to help keep the darkness at bay. Throughout the scriptures, we often find that faith emerges amidst the raw reality of human experience, which does unfortunately include the presence of suffering, uncertainty and pain. Charles Spurgeon once said, Stars may be seen from the bottom of a deep well, 
when they cannot be discerned from the top of a mountain. So are many things learned in adversity, which a prosperous man only dreams of. This kind of faith is not attractive, but when we fully trust God and allow him to lead us through the darkness, we may get to see unexpected stars, or find ourselves experiencing richer beauty that might otherwise have been missed. We may not be able to see in the dark, but we can trust that God can. Let's pray together. Father God, as darkness seems to draw in around us, we put our trust in your unwavering love and faithfulness. We live in a world that currently holds so much uncertainty and pain, and we are in need of your mercy, justice and peace. Sometimes it's hard not to be anxious or dismayed, but we ask that you would carry our fears and lift our burdens. Light up our way with hope, we pray. In this ever-changing season, we thank you that you remain constant, the same yesterday, today and forever. May we always know your shining presence alongside us. Comfort and strengthen us, those we love and those for whom we pray now. We look to you to be present in our communities and in our world. We pray for those who are ill and ask that you would surround them with your strong healing presence. We pray for all those feeling anxious and isolated. Grant hope to those in despair and friendship to those who are lonely. And we pray for everyone who is struggling at this time, whatever their darkness, may they fully grasp your great love for them. Many are wrestling with doubts and fears, many living with conflict or no place to belong. Many are looking for answers and a rest from their tears. Continue to show us how we at Ararat can be part of your kingdom work. Teach us how we can grow in faith and become more and more like Jesus. As we pray together now the prayer that he taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn asks God to send forth his word and let there be light. Shine, Jesus, shine. i 
Whatever happens and wherever we end up this week, remember God is already there. From the furthest ocean to the highest mountain, from the heights of joy to the depths of despair, God goes before us, surrounding us with his mercy and guiding us with his love. So we walk in his peace, for we do not go alone. Amen. Thanks for joining with us. Hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to welcoming you once again to Ararat Baptist Church.